Oh, no, please do. Come on. Today's reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10, uh, where John records these words of our Lord. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This ends the reading. We've been working on a theme of why Christ came. And one of the things that is the miracle of his coming is that he didn't just come to save us. He came to change the world that we live in. He came to change us in the world that we live in. He came to rescue us from the sins, the consequences, the pain of Satan and the wretch of the world so that we might experience not just life, eternal life, but life here and now. I just showed the people that were in study this morning a video that shows some of the results of compromise, of sexual abuse, and a variety of other things. And in that video, if you think about what you just saw and you think about the circumstances, think of what happens when men and women and children obey the commands and the directives of God. The life that is brought into their existence, the circumstance, the things that they escape. When you learn obedience to what God has offered you, God opens your eyes to taste and experience life in people like you've never known them before. One of the purposes that Christ came is to set us free. To set us free from ourselves and the limitations and the foolishness and the self-destructive behaviors that we're all capable of. When Christ entered our world, He brought a blessing into all the people that knew him. He created a new value. He helped them understand people like they were never understood before. He helped open their eyes so they began to see the preciousness of the people around them, the things that really mattered from the things that don't. And see, part of the miracle of Christmas is that that moment when you and I finally kneel, when we finally kneel before the throne And say, Lord, not my will, but yours. It's that moment when you kneel. That moment when you let go of the thing that you're so convinced will bring you happiness. The moment when you think that thing is a reason and a right to hold something against someone. Or a bitterness or a hurt or whatever it might be. And you just hold on and you hold on. Finally, the truth of God's word breaks into your world. And he sets your mind and your heart free. The very thing that you're most afraid of, the very thing that you're most terrified of people knowing, God comes to bring us a new life, a life here and now. And so the miracle that we read and we study and we learn is not just that the disciples received eternal life, and I don't want to diminish that by any means, but I want to help you understand what God is more than able to do with parents and children. What God is able to do in the middle of suffering. You may have noticed my voice is not very good today. And uh, I've done about everything I can think of. But I go, Lord, 
one of the things that you become aware of is that whether you can or you can't sing, whether you can or can't speak, whether you've got a cold or don't have a cold or in suffering or whatever it is, God has come to bring me life and life abundantly. And what he's whispering into my heart is to speak boldly, whether the words come out flawlessly or not, whether your voice is perfect or not, whether you know exactly what to say or not. It's in the moment you step out in obedience that God is able to do more marvelous things in your world than you can possibly ever grasp or fully understand. It's in your vulnerability, in your brokenness, in your humility that God works the clearest. It's when you say, I have nothing here to give, but I'm just going to step out in obedience, Lord, and I'll sing with whatever level or ability I have. I'll speak with whatever volume I have. And God whispers, that's all I've ever wanted from anyone. You see, it isn't your strength that God's looking for. It's your weakness and the weakness that allows you to put your faith and trust in him. It's when you're absolutely convinced, I can't do this, that God steps up and says, but I can. See, that's that walk of faith. That's that humility. That's helping us understand why the Savior came. The truth is, I can't be a righteous man. The truth is, I can't forgive people the way I'm supposed to. The truth is, I can't let go of grudges. The truth is that my bitterness can sometimes overwhelm me. The truth is that I do those things that I know are wrong, even though I know better. And God steps into those circumstances of my life, and he pours a willingness, an attitude change, a spirit of hope. He recreates me. And he puts inside of me a different heart. He speaks about it in scriptures, taking out my heart of stone, the one that won't change, that part of me that doesn't want to let go. He takes out that heart of stone and he replaces it with a living heart, a heart that has exercised faith, that is exercising real trust. And so in that moment, when I think I'm most vulnerable and most weak, God's heart that beats within me pours out a healing, a life, not just into my heart, but into every portion of my body. And so I can begin to exercise gentleness or respect or nurturing or mercy or forgiveness in ways that I couldn't possibly understand apart from that. And so the message that we're trying to communicate, the message that God's trying to touch your heart with today, is that when he came, he came to bring you life and life abundantly. And I think of what those things are that God wants to do. All those things that he wants to break me free of. All those things that hold me, bind me, suck me down. All the things that he is desiring to pour into my life. And if you step out with great confidence and obedience and in faith, and you begin to respond to that call of God, the mercy that flows from God is always there. You see, the shepherds had to respond to the call, didn't they? They had to go and see the baby that was born in the manger. The wise men didn't just see the star. They followed the star. You see, the miracle of real faith is it doesn't just make observation. It doesn't just make an intellectual assertion. It says, we will go and we will see this child born in the manger. It is the wise men who see the star and step out in obedience that finally produces all of the power that God wanted to produce in their life. 
You see, as they came to the manger, as they saw the child, as they experienced the power of God, that action, that step of faith, brought them face to face with Christ that they were like they would never experience him before. And so the miracle for you this Christmas is understanding that God wants to come into your heart. He wants to dwell in your circumstance. He wants to take what you think cannot be changed. He wants to minister to a part of your personality that for up till this point has never been touched. He wants to work a healing in your life that you may not even fully comprehend why or how. It's like the choice of all the ways that God could have had the Savior come. Of all the opportunities, what does he do? He takes a nobody father, a nobody mother, drops him in the middle of a nothing town in a set of circumstances that are at best poor and wretched. And he says, watch what I do. You see, it's into my wretchedness that the Christ comes. Into my weakness that the Christ comes. Into the Bethlehem of my heart. The meaninglessness of my life. The circumstances that in one sense are just here and disappear. It's that situation that Christ comes into my life and yours. And so as you understand the coming of Christ, that his desire is to bring you life and life abundantly, I want you to step out in faith. I want you to believe bigger than you've believed before. And it's simply going, I know what God has said. I know that he is able. I will step out and I will trust he will create love. There have been times in my life when I trusted God but had no feeling in my heart. In other words, I was in situations where I knew God wanted me to speak a word of forgiveness. And I had no forgiveness in my heart because my heart was just like this. And God came into that circumstance. He says, you speak out in obedience to me. And so I spoke the word, you are forgiven. I began to speak it first to myself. Then I walked into that person's life and I spoke it to him. And I said, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's not here in my heart. It is true. And God will work it there. And I'm absolutely convinced of what God is able to do. You see, in faith, you step out. In faith, you exercise obedience. And in that moment, God begins to produce in you what he's always promised. God is not short or lax or weak in producing those changes. But he always stretches us. He always says, come, take the journey so that I can have you meet the Christ. Take the message and now go to the manger yourself. There's always that step or action of faith because it's in that moment of stepping out in faith that the miracle of what God wants to produce in you and me has changed. And so our message for us is that when Christ came, he came to bring you and I life, abundant life, life here and now, a way of living, a way of responding that protects you a way of responding to life that gives you insight of why people do what they do, a way of responding to life that does everything from help you to know how to deal with your money to help you to know how to deal with the worst situation and person in your life, a way of living that gives you purpose and meaning from the greatest joy to the worst suffering and misery. God is not only able to bring new life, but to bring it, as it says in Scripture, superabundantly. And so I ask that you pray with me. Heavenly Father, 
Come and uh, indwell the hearts of your people here. Lord, you have come to set prisoners free. You have come to open the eyes of the blind. You have come to bring living hearts from dead ones. You have come that we might have life to its superabundance. You have come to bring a rescue from sin. You have come to rebuke and destroy the work of Satan in our lives. You have come to set us free in a way that we can't possibly comprehend. You have come because of the love that was within your heart when you created us, when you watched over us, when you made that decision to come and be a child among us and live among us and die for our sins. And so as we celebrate this Christmas, we celebrate the life that is ours in you, Jesus. We celebrate the healing that is ours in you, Jesus. We celebrate the power that is ours in you, Jesus. And we celebrate what you are going to do in our lives this Christmas and all year long. Heavenly Father, make us people that move. Help us not only to see the star, but to get on that camel or donkey and begin the trip to follow you. Help us not only hear the message, but to pick up our feet and stand and go to the manger and kneel there ourselves. Father, make us people of action faith. Make us people of obedient faith. Make us people, Lord, where there is no setting down, but there is only standing up in obedience, standing strong with you, standing in the power of your spirit. Pour out, Lord, a healing and a refreshing spirit upon the people in this fellowship. Pour out a healing spirit over the people that are here today. Restore and lift up those that are hurting and beaten down by life and circumstances. Bring healings to our bodies, Lord, and to our minds and our souls. Bring understanding back into relationships. Bring integrity back into our walk with you, Lord. Wherever there's self-deception, break the bars that have brought us to that point. Wherever there's the lies and the deceits of Satan, Lord, break us free from that. And we pray, Lord, for a victory in every area of our life. Pour out the victory that is ours in you, Jesus, and let your spirit be here. We join together in one faith, Lord, one heart, praying the prayer that you've taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Speak the truth over your heart. I am more than able to save my people. I am more than able to change your heart and to minister to your life. I am more than able to be the Savior of all mankind. I ask that you step forth in obedience and live the life that I've called you to live. And in the moment you exercise that faith, all that I have promised you will come into your life. And so I bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I bless you in the name of God who watches over and sustains you moment by moment and breath by breath. I bless you in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, who's come to the earth in the manger, in the Savior, and lives forever with God in eternity. I bless you in the name of the Holy Spirit that continues to guide you and lead you and pour the power of God into your life.
I bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And all God's people said, Amen.